Welcome to Dishnet, the daughter and daddy podcast. I'm Regan. And I'm Mike. Daddy-daughter Disney travel talk meets fun and friendship. Coming up on episode 7 of Dishnet. All aboard with listener train mail. We talk about Disney pin trading with our special guest from the Champs and Chums podcast. That's going to be so much fun. And we have our top three daughter and daddy plus special guests pick their top three father, daughter, son, sports, teams, families. Daughter and daddy inside the park. Our special segments, Walt's Wisdom and the Extra Magic Minute. Please keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside of the podcast at all times because your ride is about to embark. Welcome back to Dishing It. I'm Mike. And I'm Regan. So it's episode seven, Regan. It's Father's Day. That's what, what? when we're releasing this episode. What, what? Ha, ha. Ha, ha. Okay? So we're taping this slightly in advance. So what did you get me for Father's Day? Something. Something. Okay. So I'm not getting any secrets here. Yoga. Yoga? Yo- what, what do you mean, yoga? <laughs> like a mat? Like a yoga mat? Sure, making stuff up. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So we will see if I get a yoga mat. So we're going to celebrate Father's Day and uh, celebrate all the fathers, the dads, the papas, grandfathers, uh, granddads, uh, grandpas, opas, and of course, all the mums too. Okay, so Father's Day wouldn't be Father's Day without all the mums out there. And so special shout out to the mums who make every day of the year so special. So on this episode, we have a special father-son duo joining us. The Champs and Chums team, Anthony and Ashton, will be joining us a little later. And they're going to talk about Disney pin trading, their first trip to Disney All-Star Resort. And they're going to actually join us for uh, a top three father-son-daughter sports family segment. Clap. Clap, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much fun, right, Regan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was really looking forward to having them on, so I'm glad they could join us as being our first ever guest. Oh. Yeah, so Regan was uh, waving her hands very frantically in excitement, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, sorry, folks, we hit the mic there, but that's that's going to happen and we, because we're live and we just uh, we're just enjoying it. Hmm? That hurt. That hurt. No, it's okay. Uh, do you need first aid? No. No. Okay, good. All right. Okay, so I think it's that time, Regan. I, you know, I hear the train coming in, and it's time for train mail. Do we have any train mail, Regan? Yes, we do. Oh. We got a letter from Madison. Yep. What does Madison want to know? Madison wants to know if we have any summer plans. Do we? I don't know. I don't plan them. Yeah, so folks, we originally were we were going to do a um, Disney cruise. We were going to go to um, uh, where are we going? Iceland. Iceland. So it was eleven, no, twelve, twelve night. Twelve. Twelve night cruise uh, to Iceland, and uh, it was going to be so much fun. We were really looking forward to it. Mostly, mom. Oh, I was really looking forward to it. We were actually going to. We were planning on doing one of the excursions into the Arctic Circle, which was going to be really cool. Yeah, and uh, but you know, with the COVID nineteen and the uncertainty uh, of travel, and just keeping everybody safe, we canceled that trip, and so yep. we're not going. So it looks like we're going to be staying in the in the beautiful province of Ontario. And yep, yep, yeah. We thought about maybe going out to the east coast of Canada, 
and maybe maybe the prairies or something like that. But it, I, I think we're just going to stay in Ontario. Yep. So any places <laughs> in Ontario you'd like to see, Regan? Yukon. You, you, that's not in Ontario. So you want to go to the like Yukon way up north? Yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. Now, we... We weren't there, but we did go to Alaska, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The mountains. Yeah. But anything around here that you might want to do in Ontario, close to home? Oh. No? Fly. <laughs> okay. So Regan's at a loss for words, and uh, she's not sure. So I think for us... Uh, Mrs. H and I are talking about maybe going to Ottawa or going maybe up northern part of Ontario, maybe go to Sault Ste. Marie, or just thinking maybe a themed road trip, maybe find all the little hidden fish and chip gems in Ontario <laughs> from Lake Superior to Lake Huron, Lake Erie, Lake Ontario, like all around, just local mom and pop shops. Folks, if you got an idea for a great staycation of sorts, Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you at dishnetpodcast at gmail.com. So hopefully that answers Madison's question. Yay. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to uh, switch gears and move into uh, having the champs and chums team join us. So stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Dishnet, the daughter and daddy podcast. Well, Regan, that was fantastic. It's time to welcome our special guests to the episode here, um, our special Father's Day episode. We have on the line... Jams and Gems podcast hosts. Yeah, we have Anthony and Ashton on the line. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, uh, hey, uh, Regan and Mike. Uh, we're so delighted to be here. Uh, Ashton, how are you feeling about being on uh, the Dish and podcast? I feel really excited. Yay. Amazing. That's thanks great. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, no, thanks for uh, joining us. We're really excited to uh, talk to you. You guys are been our inspiration for doing the podcast. We've gotten a lot of valuable tips and tricks from you guys, and we're really excited to have you on and talk a little bit of sports families, talk a little bit about your Disney vacation and uh, some pin trading. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great, guys. Looking forward to the conversation. And uh, I must say, you know, Ashton and I have had some great listens of your uh, your episodes, and we're equally inspired. So uh, glad to be on and uh, looking forward to this uh, this great chat with uh, with what uh, it is truly, Ashton, our chumps, Mike and Regan, right? Yep. Excellent. All right. Okay, so now I know you've been to Disney, Ashton. Tell us about your experience. Where did you stay in Disney? Um, I stayed at the All-Star Sports Resort. And, uh, you know, I really liked that hotel because it had a big cafeteria and with the pool at the back. And before you enter the cafeteria, you can look at your right and you see an arcade um, oh, game stop. And it's uh, actually cool. It's like a, it's like um, going to an arcade game place, but it's actually in your hotel. So it's amazing. 
Wow. Yeah, we'll leave it to sun, right? Just to, uh, <laughs> to a quick, quick boot to the right and over to the arcade, and, and let's not forget about the pool. But yeah, it was a great time uh, for sure, Ashton. Well, uh, keep going. Uh, Mike and Regan want to learn a little bit more. And uh, once you walk in, you'll see um, this sports shop, and uh, mm-hmm. and. Once, once you go inside, there's like different categories in each set, section, like um, baseball, football, basketball, soccer, badminton, tennis, like all of that sports. Well, that's fantastic. Now, we haven't stayed at the All-Star Resorts yet, so you are providing the scoop to all our listeners. So that is fantastic, Ashton. That's excellent. What was your one highlight of the resort? My one highlight was uh, me uh, meeting all of my um, my Disney my favorite Disney characters, and and uh, I have a second one, which is um, going to uh, what was it, Chef Mickey. That was actually a good place to have dinner at. You should go, um, to go to Disneyland and or Disney World because yeah. they're in both places. Um, you should try that because once uh, quarantine's over, you can go try Chef Mickey. That's definitely on our bucket list, so we've marked that down, and maybe one day we can go as a, as two families. We can go together. Oh, we'd love to, Ashton. Yeah. How about that? That yeah. sounds like a great deal. Yeah, that does sound like a really good idea. Well, especially with uh, with uh, Uncle Mike and Vegan and the rest of their family, because they're such they're they are pros. They know um, sort of the great places, all the inside and outs. And we've been so delighted to uh, to hear all the episodes and getting great insights. And I know all your listeners are too. So uh, you're on, guys. Yeah. So for for you, Anthony. So being the parent, booking the trip and everything. How did you find the whole process? Uh, just the customer service in Disney. What, what were your thoughts on all that? Oh, Mike, you know, uh, so and just to set the context for the listeners as well, too, uh, it was not only just Ashton's debut at Disney last August, but it was mine. And, uh, you know, you read a lot of things, and, you know, um, I've got a, a marketing and communications background, and you, you hear all the time about the Disney experience, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for... Uh, that certainly came to life uh, last August when we went. I mean, everything was taken care of from just the uh, beginning of our experience to the middle to the end. I mean, every detail was thought about. So in terms of the bookings, and I know uh, both uh, you, uh, Mike, and Regan have talked about um, how things are very uh, turnkey and smooth. That was absolutely our uh, our experience too, eh, Ashton? Because there we were. We landed in Orlando, and um, we had no trouble finding a Disney... Uh, a Disney cast member, as they call them, uh, who helped uh, get us on that bus. Why don't you tell tell them a little bit about that magical express bus that we took? So we took this express bus. It was uh, actually really cool because um, it it had like um, pictures of movies all over the wall, and uh, and at night um, when you pass by some hotels, they look really nice from the train view. Yeah. So, so yeah. To answer your good question, there, uh, Mike and Regan, uh, 
the everything from the booking was was done so easily. I mean, um, you guys were so helpful too in giving us insights in terms of how we can fully maximize the experience. I mean, you know, um, we went to uh, I would call it the uh, you know the the ground level in terms of being on the resort at, at the All Star Sports Resort, and you know, as you guys have followed us on our podcast, we're big sports fans, so that was a really good experience to to take in. Um, I think it's one of the. Uh, I think actually, you guys, we know this. It's one of the more the the older ones um, on the resort, but we, we we just enjoyed it, and uh, it was good for us, and we were able to take uh, full advantage of some of the amenities uh, on it because you know it had the great pool, and it was all kind of sports inspired. So for two chums like Ashton and I, it was uh, it was it was a dream, and of course, uh, Mum came with us as well too and had a wonderful time. Well, that's fantastic. We're glad you had a great time there. Um, all the resorts at Disney are fantastic. There's a little bit of everything for everyone, and certainly all-star sports. Sports-themed really fits in with the Champs and Chums uh, podcast. You guys are big sports fans and insiders on many different levels, so it's a great that you were there having a fantastic time in your niche, which is sports. Now, Regan, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think Regan has a question for Ashton. She's just dying to ask. Go ahead, Regan. So I have four questions, and you oh don't boy. you don't have to answer them with your reason. So if you don't know why you like that thing, you don't have to say it. But if you if you do have the reason why you like it, but you don't want to say it, you don't have to say it. I'm not forcing it. <laughs> but. <Okay. laughs> How did you think the hospitality w- was at your at your uh, all sport all star sports also all star sports? How do you think the hospitality was? Now the hospitality, Regan, just it, it's a it's a big word, mm-hmm. and it it would mean I guess the level of service, the types of food. Like, how did you feel the overall experience was taking care of you? I the, think it was great actually because um they um like basically we can get we could get a um like a drink or food from the cafeteria 24 7 because um it's open all night well actually let's get to the real reason why you loved it because there we were and so to give your listeners a perspective where we, we we got uh, uh whisked away in that wonderful disney magical express bus we, as you said, Mike and Regan, many a times didn't have to worry at all about our our luggage that came with us from uh, from Canada, and we went um, right into the lobby. At, we were checking in, and all of a sudden, someone comes in and gives you Ashton a basketball, and you started mm-hmm. playing with it. Do you remember that? You were playing with that basketball in the lobby. Mm, no, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, the day that we left. That's right, that's right. So there was lots to do, guys. Um, the, the entertainment was great there, and the service was every every question we had was answered. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know what? It's They make it magical right from the start, and it's those little things that, uh, that they do that makes it so special. Now, oh, we, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know... Um, you know, I think you guys have told me about um, all the uh, the good insights about, and, and, and Dad, certainly myself, I was uh, just um, uh, enchanted by that wonderful Disney mug that I used every day. 
as I moved right into the uh, the food court area of the All Star Sports Resort and grabbed my what was that Ash? And my favorite was was peak iced tea. I think it was gold peak. Ice oh, gold oh. peak. That's what you got. <laughs> well, good to the lo- good to the last drop. Sounds it, yummy. Well, on the subject on food, what was your favorite thing you ate there, and why? If you want to explain why you liked it. Um, it would be the pizza. I, uh, it was really good. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I would like to pick the hot dogs, but no, I think I like the pizza better. Yeah, the pizza's pretty good, and it's great. They're, they're huge sizes, and there's, there's lots of choices with the pizzas you can order. So, guys. Oh, yeah, lots to share. Yeah. So, I think um, we'd like to know... And I, I'm not too sure if you had an opportunity to, but I think you had an opportunity to do some pin trading while you were there. Is that correct? Yep, that is correct. Yeah. So I think we might, uh, let's talk a little bit about pins. Um, so just for the listeners at home, uh, there is some Disney pin trading etiquette. And maybe we'll just go over a few of the Disney pin trading etiquettes. So... Um, Pins must be the official Disney pins and bearing the copyright Disney mark. Guests can take up to two pins per cast member that you can trade per day. Pins must be exchanged for pins only and nothing else. For safety, trade one trade one pin at a time from flat open hand to flat open hand with the pin back attached. Refrain from touching anyone's pins or lanyards. Always ask for a closer look if needed. Pins should be in good condition. That's some of the pin trading etiquette. Um, So Ashton, tell us about your pin trading experience. What did you love about it? What did you maybe just like about it? Do you have any favorite pins? Um, I I have actually lots of favorite pins. Um, I have uh, a... Mickey one with like actually no face and it's like a character Mickey. There's mm-hmm. a Mickey head. There's a mini head I have. There's a Mickey pixel head of him. There's a goofy pixel head. There's this. Um, it, it looks like a Captain Mar not Marvel logo, but I'm not sure. And there's actually one downstairs that's like green and black that says Mickey Mouse and it has his head on it. Well, and I tell you, Mike and Regan, that Ash was so excited to join you for uh, for this segment on your episode that he brought them up here where we're uh, talking to you from. So we're, I, uh, father and son are looking at these wonderful pins and you actually have to say a thank you, right, to Uncle Mike because he actually not only, uh, as he's done for the listeners, um, enlightened you about this wonderful culture of pin trading, but he also uh, provided you with a great start. Yeah, he actually did. Uh, he, uh, yes, he actually did. He, um, let me think. He, I think he gave me a lanyard to put my pin on. You got on. it. Special delivery. You remember that day? Yep, I remember it. Yeah, that's great. So thanks, thanks, uh, Mike and Regan, for all that great insight and uh, 
And actually, uh, that's a great um, point that you mentioned about um, you can only trade one pin at one time. So, so I guess what I'm hearing there's no there's no blockbuster deals like they see in sports, like four for four kind of thing, or. No, well, no. The, so within the cast member group, so we can go up and trade with cast members. They will always accept your trade. So that's kind of a nice thing for the kids to do. From um, uh, customer to customer, that's not the case. Um, we encourage one pin for one pin. Uh, pins do have different values for the for everybody for the listeners at home. There, if you look on the back of your pins, if you see like an OE, it's an open edition pin. LR is a limited release pin. LE would signify a limited edition size. And then there's some pins that are extremely hard to uh, come by, and they would be called like the holy grail of pins. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Interesting stuff. Yeah. And so it goes back to the 80s pin trading in Disney. Um, Sometimes as you take advantage of some special excursions at Disney or events, you will be given an opportunity to purchase or even given a pin to keep. And these are like nice uh, collector's pins that people don't like to trade. But uh, generally when we do our trading, it's one for one. And we try to find a pin that maybe completes a set or is very unique Hmm. or means something special to us. Yeah, Yeah, I have one that means something very special to me. What is that pin, Regan? Um, so we went on a Disney cruise, we went on the fantasy, and there's this thing that is Detective Mickey, and you solve mysteries, and in the gift shop, there's a Detective Mickey member pin that had a badge, so you're like a detective? So then, I got the pin, that pin's pretty special, because when I grow up, I want to be a police officer or a detective. Wow. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. Ashton, what's your favorite pin out of all the group there? Um, I would say my favorite pin is the Mickey Pixel Head one. Ah, nice. Now, the, M- Mickey pins are very special. They're very unique. Like, Mickey is the centerpiece of all of Disney. Because, uh, what's that saying, Regan? Uh, it all started with a mouse? Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, Mickey pins are very special. Do you put it on display anywhere in the house or just uh, have it tucked somewhere safe? Well, I usually have it tucked somewhere safe. Yeah, it's with those magic bands as well too, eh, Ashton? The ones that we had. Yep. Yeah, nice. So with the magic bands, great. I think Regan has a question how you use those magic bands, but uh, take it away, Regan. So... What is your favorite ride, and why is it your favorite? You don't have to say why. It's just if you want to. But what is your favorite ride at Disney World or Land? Um, my favorite ride would be the Buzz Lightyear one because uh, we got to shoot uh, stuff and get points. Yeah, that one. And, that one. And the. Uh, I really like to uh, just like watch something that uh, uh, is really entertaining for me. And um, I heard on your podcast um, a way that you can get more points when um, your points go down in that um, game that I was just talking about. Somebody so go listen to that episode. 
Yes. <laughs> Somebody listens to the end of the episode. That was one of our um, Easter eggs. Easter eggs we're, at the end. We're certified big fans of of of, uh, of the Dishnet podcast, so that's evidence of that, uh, Mike and Regan. I I blew away his number one secret that he had. Yeah, I used that secret many times to beat the kids on that game. <laughs> okay. Note for note for dads, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Love it, love it. So, um, so for the folks at home, I think we're going to wrap up the uh, pin trading portion of the show. Um, we really thank the uh, Champs and Chums podcast team for joining us and sharing their experience at the All Star Sports Resort and pin trading. Ashton, it's fantastic all that knowledge you have about pins and how it was so much fun for you. And just uh, sharing a perspective of the uh, planner and the child being there at the All Star Sports Resort. We really appreciate you guys coming on for us. I know you're gonna be staying around for the uh, top three with us, so which is great. But your podcast, Anthony, Ashton, it's, a, it's about sports. It's about father-son. Tell us a little bit about the podcast. Yeah, well, I'm going to let my sidekick, you, you take it away. So tell, tell the listeners uh, on this great podcast, Vision It, a little bit about the Champs and Chums podcast, Ashton. So um, the Champs and Chums podcast is um, me and my dad's podcast. We, um, we have... Um, we have a podcast about sports life and friendship, and we're we're gonna do episode ten, I think, in probably yeah, next week on Father's Day weekend. It'd be a great time. Yep. Yeah, we get some special things lined up. Uh, we got a special guest, but we can't tell you guys. Congratulations! <laughs> That's awesome. yeah, you don't want to do a spoiler alert, right? Yeah, it's a teaser stuff. You know, that's great. We listen to you. We're big fans of the podcast. Obviously, it's what got us started. You're our inspiration. We really encourage our listeners to check out Champs and Chums podcast. Uh, fantastic information, uh, both on a national sense with sports, inside information about uh, the Leafs and the Raptors, uh, about sports management at a, at a senior level, but also just how uh, fans interact with uh, sports in a father-son relationship. Great show. Where can we find you? Where can we find the Champs and Chums? Yeah, Aston, uh, tell them uh, where, where they can hear us and uh, where they can check us out on social and then our website. Okay, so our places you can hear our podcast is Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, iHeartRadio, Google, Play, yeah, Google exactly. Play, iTunes. And all those great platforms, the Dishonet uh, team, they're, they're on there as well too. Yeah, so uh, you can listen to us there uh, and then also uh, champsandchums.com and we're on all our the social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So uh, yeah, it's been great being on with you guys. Perfect. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. I know you're going to be sticking around for uh, our top three segment. Oh, um, so just one more thing for the Daddy, listeners. Daddy, enough! About, oh. You can go on this for days, but you need to stop. You just need to well, stop. I got one more thing about pins I wanted to say. No, it's okay. I always get cut off. So for the Champs and Chums team, it's I just have information for people, but Regan cuts me off. Apparently, I talk too much. You could babble and babble and on forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, speaking of which, if listeners want, they can get their Daddy Enough t-shirt uh, and get it off our website. Shameless plug. Um, 
Anyways, we're gonna tra- uh, we're, we're gonna move into our top three segment with our champs and chums guests, and uh, today we're gonna be talking about our top three father son daughter family sport families. Um, and we have three levels of excellence. We have our third star, second star, and our first star. So for our champs and chums team, um, why don't we start with you for your uh, top sports family, your third star. Our bronze medal is the Manning family. Oh yes, the, the Manning family, uh, Mike and Regan. So uh, that that's our uh, third star is the... Uh, Manning family, a famous football name, of course, uh, Archie Manning uh, starred for the New York New Orleans Saints from 1971 to 82, mm-hmm. also moved on to the Houston Oilers and Minnesota Vikings, and of course, his two sons uh, were um, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning, uh, two all-stars in their own right, and each of them won two Super Bowls. So that's our uh, third star on this, uh, this fun segment. Yeah, you know what? I never even thought that the uh, Archie Manning actually played football, but uh, it's good to know that. I, I, I discovered that right now. That's fantastic. And he had two great sons playing football as well. So, Regan, what is our third star? The Hart, fam- the Hart family, known as Hart Destiny. Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah, so Stu Hart owned and operated the famous Dungeon in Calgary. So this is a wrestling family. And famous family wrestlers are Brent the Hitman Hart, Owen Hart, and Natalia. They are Canadian wrestling history. That's right. And royalty. Yeah. So that's our third star. So, champs and chums, your second star. Our silver medal is the Guerrero family. Oh, that's right. And not Eddie Guerrero, for all you <laughs> wrestling fans out there. Uh, uh, Mike and Regan, we know you're big wrestling fans, as, as are we. But uh, this this goes into the baseball diamond. Vladimir Guerrero, junior and senior. What a great family. Pure hitters uh, uh, from the Dominican Republic uh, is where they powered their... Uh, the start of their uh, career and, and love for the for the great game of baseball and uh, you know um, uh, we we've taken in Blue Jay games together uh, both of our families and uh, it's great to see Vladdy uh, uh, playing and it's kind of a nice father son duo there so that's our uh, our second star uh, it is the Guerrero family yeah I think Vladimir Guerrero senior he he was known as a a bad ball hitter. He'd swing at anything and knock it out of the park. Fan- you got it. Yeah, fantastic baseball players. Good choice. So, Regan, our second star? Our second star is the Nurse Family, a Canadian sport family with professional athletes across many different sports. Yeah, so uh, Richard Nurse was a receiver with the Hamilton Tiger Cats and his wife, Kathy Nurse. Uh, she played basketball at McMaster University. Their children picked up the love of sports, too. Yeah, Darnell Nurse plays for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Tamika Nurse played basketball at Bowling Green University. And uh, Kia Nurse plays for the New York Liberty of the WNBA. Truly all sports family with many cousins doing great as well. Yeah, so that's our second star, the Nurse family. And we'll move great, on. Great pick. 
Yeah, it's local here for, for us, being from Hamilton, so uh, a very popular local sports family. So I think we got a really good one here from you guys for your first star. Take it away. Yeah, Aston, take it away with our first star. Audition it. Our gold medal is the Curry family. Oh, yes, the Curry family. And I must tell, actually, uh, you guys and the listeners at home, we, we kind of specially selected all these ones because uh, we took you through our uh, third star, our second star, uh, so that was football to baseball and now to basketball. And all those things, actually, we experienced at Disney at the All-Star Sports Resort. But uh, Ashton, uh, oh. Del Curry, uh, who was a former Raptor, and then also, too, uh, of course, Steph Curry. Uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about their great career? Um, their great career. Um, Del Curry had an amazing career. Uh, he... Uh, he, he was on the Raptors and moved on to the Hornets. Yeah, played uh, eight, from 87 to 2002 did Del Curry, but uh, of course his son did bigger things, right? Uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, um, he is still on the Golden State Warriors. He's um, getting lots of money right now. Um, he's getting $45 million. Wow. wow. And then also, too, he's got uh, three rings behind him as well, too. Right, Aston? Yeah. And uh, six all-star appearances, uh, all-star game appearances. So that's our uh, first star, Regan and Mike. Uh, it's been so fun doing this. So that's our first star, the Curry family. That's an awesome choice. Now, for the listeners at home, uh, me and Anthony had an opportunity to see Seth Curry play. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we were in, uh, Emma, we, we did a road trip to see the Leafs play in New Jersey, and then I remember you and I, we hopped on the train and we went to New York and we caught uh, the Golden State Warriors against the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. And it was just a fantastic experience, and I'm so grateful for you, Anthony, for organizing that. It was such a wonderful experience. Actually, being in MSG, traveling with you, and having a wonderful time with with my uh, with my fantastic chum there. Oh, you're bringing me back memory memory lane there, Holsey. Well, that must have been I don't know, maybe five years ago, maybe yeah. I, I think it was about five years ago or so. And so, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, what an experience that was. I mean, uh, it was a great uh, all star chums trip because we took in the Leafs uh, the, on the Friday night, and then we. We, we headed over into New York City and enjoyed everything about the city that never sleeps and then mm -hmm. took in that game. That's right. Uh, great memories there at uh, Madison Square. And, uh, yeah, wow, that, that was an impressive, impressive weekend. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was, that, that, that's, a, that's an all-time memory for me. Me as well. Yeah. Me as well. So, Regan, our first star. Our first star is the Subban family. P.K. Subban is a name that might jump to your head when you think of the Subban family. Yeah, his father, Carl, is a retired school principal who played cricket and was a sprinter. His mother, Maria, was a sprinter as well. Together, they raised some great kids. Yeah, P.K., along with his siblings, uh, Natasha, Natasha, Jordan, and Malcolm, are all raised with stewardship in mind. Working with vulnerable youth in tough Toronto neighborhoods or donating $10 million to, the, to a Montreal hospital, the Subans have tied stewardship and professional hockey together. Recently, P.K. Subban donated, 
donated $50,000 to the GoFundMe effort to raise money for Gina Floyd, the daughter of late George Floyd. Yeah, so that's our number one for uh, us sports family. I am a huge P.K. Subban fan. Um, I love him since his uh, effort playing for Team Canada Juniors, and uh, I just love him. I think he's fantastic. He's one of my all-time favorite athletes. So that's our number one sports family. Um, wow. Um, first of all, I am going to ask you something. Sure. Um, oh, he's, he's turning the tables here on the, on the, this episode of Dish and Do you guys, you guys okay with that? Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't actually know the, about the George Floyd part. Yeah. So it's interesting, Ashton. I think with some, um, so with some athletes and celebrities, they like to maybe donate money because they would like the attention. And then there's other athletes or celebrities that donate, go to hospitals, um, do a lot of charitable work, and they don't want the press to really know about it because they're doing it from a good place in their heart. And I think with P.K. Subban, he doesn't need the fanfare. He doesn't need the press to know what he did. He's more using his platform as an athlete to do great things for people but not it's not about him at all so he doesn't publicize himself a lot this is one of the events that or one of the things he did um, because he thought it it was the right thing to do um, so that's probably why you didn't hear too much about it because PK Subban wasn't intent on a lot of people knowing because that wasn't the motivation for him doing it well, that's a great choice um, to both of you. Uh, cheers to that, because uh, it's it, it just getting more insights in terms of not only just uh, uh, pecan, uh, PK, uh, pecan. Sorry, I'm thinking about those mm -hmm. Disney uh, brownies or something I had there. Very <laughs> yet, good. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, the Subban family, uh, all those great insights about what they uh, have to, are doing on and off the ice and the court and the field, it, it, it's amazing. Yeah. So that's our top three sports families we really appreciate the champs and chums podcast team joining us it was fantastic to have you on anthony and ashton uh your insights are fantastic certainly touching on all three of the major sports uh, uh here in canada and the united states is just awesome and uh bringing back memories of our road trips together it's just great to have you on oh it's been great to, to be on eh, ashton yeah with a blast having it was a blast um being on the podcast yeah sure was thanks for having us guys yeah thank you very much for joining us and we'll be sure to check out your father's day episode coming up uh today on sunday yeah great so oh, we'll, sounds great so thanks a lot for joining us thanks a lot guys great to be on Bye. Welcome back to Dishing It, the Daughter and Daddy podcast. It's time for Daddy and Daughter Outside the Park. What's going on, Regan? I'm playing outside a lot. Yeah? What are you doing when you're playing outside? Uh, soccer, dirt hills, skate park, racing, falling, drones. Oh, tell me about the drones. Um, there's a boy who lives down the street. I think he's 10 or 11. And he has drones and he can connect it to an iPad. Yep. So then 
the drone has a camera so we can see where he's going. And yeah, we do it in the backfield behind his house. It's pretty cool. And the drone follows him around? No, but he can plant it onto a person. So me and Madison, who's my best friend, yeah. one of my best friends, we were running in the backfield back and forth with the drone chasing us. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And you've been playing a little bit of soccer at the park, too, with some friends. Yeah. You're maintaining the physical distancing to keep everybody safe. Yeah. Yeah, that's important, too. It's important to get out and get that physical activity, but it's also important to keep everybody safe. Yeah. So, you know what? I, I, I want to talk about the... Talk about the Honda Indy. So we were going to go to the Honda Indy, which was canceled about seven weeks ago. It got canceled. We were really excited to go. We had a three-day pass to go to Honda Indy in July. We were going to stay at an Airbnb, and which was really nice. The host was fantastic. Uh, but unfortunately, everything's canceled. And for me, as a parent. Airbnb has been fantastic with uh, refunding us our money. Unfortunately for me, and I'm just putting it out there, folks, the Honda Indy has not refunded our money, even though we paid for it in full in, July, in uh, January, well before we knew about COVID. Um, the Honda Indy canceled seven weeks ago, but still hasn't refunded our money. And that's just a little disappointing from an organizational point of view that they that they're holding on to people's money and certainly I'm not the only one. I've heard lots of people are fighting to get money back from the Honda Indy uh, during COVID-19 and when everybody's sort of suffering a little bit of economic hardship that Honda feels that uh, they should hold on to people's money. So that's my little spot, my little complaint. I don't usually complain that much but uh, just disappointed in their um, their lack of ability taking care of the people that their events. Any thoughts on that, Regan? No? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, so we'll probably spend our dollar somewhere else if and when we get that money back. Um, so that's my little uh, downer news. In good news, in good news, uh, things are opening up here in Ontario and most of the provinces in stage two of reopening, which is really exciting. Yay! So it's great that we can go out and uh, we've had some sushi from August 8th. The Brimbrook Grill is opening up for people to do it outside. Yeah, that's right. The Bimbrook Grill has some people on the patio outside. Good catch there, Regan. Uh, we saw it on Friday. And so it's nice to see people out enjoying it and trying to be as responsible as possible, right? So it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else going on? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps up the daughter and daddy outside the park segment. I think we're going to move into um, Walt's Wisdom. What do you say, Regan? We move into Walt's Wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. So... Think, believe, dream, dare. Uh, it's a foundational Disney quote, and it's an inspiration for our next segment, which is Walt's Wisdom. And we're going to talk about some Disney quotes that uh, we found this week uh, that uh, are kind of fun and special. So, Regan, do you want to go first, or do you want me to? You can. You can, okay. So you don't have time to be timid. 
you must be bold and daring. Lumineer from Beauty and the Beast. So you don't have time to be timid, you must be bold and daring. Lumineer from Beauty and the Beast. That's one of my favorite characters from that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's a really cool character. I picked the quote, I thought it was kind of, uh, um, kind of touches base with what's going on in uh, the world where people are uh, voicing their, um, their uh, discontentment with the lack of equality. And uh, they're, in the most part, doing that responsibly and safely. And it's nice to see that uh, people are being bold and daring and that uh, it's safe for them to do so and that hopefully equality for people of all races um, will happen one day. So I, I like the quote. I thought it's sort of prevalent to what's going on in the world today. And so that's, uh, that's why I picked it. Your turn, Regan. Okay. My quote is, it's up to you how far you go. If you don't try, you'll never know. And that's from the Storm in the Stone, but it should be stone, Sword in the Anvil. Can you read that again to me? It's up to you how far you'll go, but if you don't try, you'll never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean for you? Um, if you never try to do something you hope for. If you never try to do something that you hope for, you never know if you're going to get it or not. That's right. So you got to put effort into something. You actually have to try, even though, even if you think you might not succeed at it. Yeah, I like that quote. Thank you. Did, can I tell you a little story? Sure. So when I was, I was probably 17, 18, uh, somebody took videotape of me playing soccer. And they sent it over to England to a few different clubs. And three clubs wanted me to come over and try out for them. Did you know that? No. No. And guess what I did? You went over to England? I did not go. Oh. So it sort of speaks to your quote. Yeah. I didn't go, so I I will never know if maybe I could have played a bit and made some money playing soccer. Because it's fun. Yeah, I was too scared and I just wanted to have fun and I didn't want the pressure. Yeah. Wow. But it's a great quote, right? Because I probably should have went to at least try and see what would have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was never that good, but but I was I, there were some teams that were interested. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I that quote speaks to me because that's a, a, that's an unfulfilled dream of mine, but one that I live with and I'm comfortable with because I, I quite enjoy my life and having the wonderful family I have. So, Regan, good quotes. High five. Yeah, that's Aww. right. Okay. So, I think it's time we wrap up the episode. We had a jam-packed episode with everybody, right? Yeah. So let's wrap up episode seven of Dishing It, the Daughter and Daddy podcast. I hope the listeners enjoyed this episode. Me too. Yeah. As always. That's right. So what do we have in store for episode eight, Regan? In episode eight, we'll have our review of Port Orleans and we'll have our top three. Yeah, we're going to do our top three. Um, we'll have that as long as 
as well as our normal segments, Walt's Wisdom and the Extra Magic Minute. Yeah, so it'll be jam-packed episode eight, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we might even squeak, squeak in a little bit of maybe Disney reopening. So, Regan, I think we should sign up from Studio A113. Listeners, you can catch all the latest news and updates on Dishnet on Twitter and Facebook at Dishnet Podcast. And Dishnet is also on Instagram and YouTube as well. And families, as always, we reward listeners who listen to the end. Big thank you to Mrs. H for allowing us to record this podcast. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the great music. And thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to Dishnet, the daughter and daddy podcast. Please remember to think, believe, dream, and dare. Goodbye, Goodbye, family. Regan, what is episode seven? Extra magic minute. Do you know why all the Disney cast members point with two fingers? Is it because they're taped together? No. No. (laughs) Why? Well, it's all because it's less rude. It is part of their training when they start. you point with one finger that's kind of rude it's kind of like you're if they're pointing somewhere with one finger and if it's kind of the direction of a person they think they're pointing at you and that could be rude so they point in two fingers for the direction that's good very smart thank you (laughs) goodbye family bye